Hey, Charlie girl. Hey, Corey Boo. We got somebody special here. Our boo. Our boo. But first, we're going to pour a little out for Yolanda. Yolanda. Yolanda is, Yolanda is hard, in work hell. Working hard, y'all. Yolanda could not make it today because she's in meetings. But we invited somebody very special to take over for her. Who's it, Corey? It is Sylvia Obell, who I just know as Sylvia. Yes. But the world knows her as the writer who broke down, so it'll forever be broke, Black China and Kim Kardashian and that whole shit for BuzzFeed. Yes. But first she was at Essence. She yes, was in Essence. she was ours first BuzzFeed, sorry. Yes, but now she's doing her thing at BuzzFeed because we like to spread our wealth. Once you go Essence, you never go back. Yes. Welcome, Sylvia. Hey, boo. Hi. Thanks for having me. I love that Love Jones reference. <laughs> also, <laughs> my favorite movie. I know Sylvia as being the queen of Kim Kardashian shade on Twitter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's what. If I you're not Sylvia. following Sylvia on Twitter, you need to do it right now. Give me a Twitter. Give me a Twitter. At Sylvia Obell. S Y L V I A O B E L L. All right. All right. Now I need you to pop open that show of pain because I um Ooh, I call the show pain. I brought it just for you. I am. I feel loved. I feel cherished. I feel appreciated. It's and when did you learn to <laughs> pop a bottle, um, Sylvia? Oh, uh, at, being an uh, intern at Essence Magazine, <laughs> I learned how to open champagne. I'm not going to say they drink here a lot, but they drink here a lot. <laughs> and um, a certain fashion editor told me if I didn't know how to open a bottle of champagne, I wasn't dating the right men. Hold so, on. What? Cheers. <laughs> My but I love, say it again. If you don't know how to open a bottle of champagne, you're not dating the right men. How so? That's what she told me. I guess it's because they're, they're saying I'm not, they're not giving me champagne. Like, we're not drinking champagne. Right, but if I'm, if I'm dating the right man, we're not opening our champagne. Someone's opening it for us. Ooh. Oh, oh, count right. point. Count point. Touche. Like, Touche. I mean, it, I like it, opening champagne, so I don't <laughs> I mean, I'm not fun. mad at opening a bottle, but I'm sitting here like, if that's what she, if that's where we're going with it. Maybe she means like in his penthouse condo in, in Vinod. See, I'm a sucker for romance, <laughs> y'all, because I'm up here like, he should be popping the bottle for me. But anyway. It's a sidebar. <laughs> We are here, so before first and foremost, don't forget to rate and review us, Yes Girl Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Please tweet at us, hashtag Yes Girl Podcast on Twitter. We do read them. That's yes. how Sylvia ended up here, actually. Exactly. Because <laughs> we were wa- all collectively watching Insecure. Live tweeting Insecure, and As I had feelings, and I said, pass me the mic. And so it was. <laughs> and they passed me the mic. Boom. I appreciate it. And we're here. And if you're already <laughs> listening, tell us what you think on social media. Um, and please don't forget to follow Yolanda at Yolizama, myself at Man Wife Dog, and me at Corey Murray. This week's guest is someone who had the pleasure of touching two people's heads here at Essence, Ursula Steven. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is known for creating that iconic bob that Rihanna rocked for years. The one uh, I've been trying to recreate for like a decade. Continue. I love it. So she's going to be here <laughs> later today. And actually, Sylvia, she touched you, right? Let me tell you all something. Ursula gave me a 50-inch wig. <laughs> it, you can see the video on YouTube. It's we tried Nicki Minaj's wig for a week. It was actually trending number two under Taylor Swift one weekend. The first weekend they came out. Wow. Like, it was super trending. So what yes, was life like in 50 Inches? It was um, exhausting. It was <laughs> it was lavish. It was, it was, it was <laughs> Did you ever zip up your hair? 
in a pack of book or something. Like, did you ever, like, yeah. I would feel like I would have zipped out my hair I had my to hang it from my something. closet door because that was the only thing tall enough for it to hang without oh it touching the floor. God. Like, and I had to, like, hang it up on top of a door because it was 50 inches. If I get 50 inches, I'm taking those Brazilian bundles. I mean, that hair was so good. All I, I felt like, I just had to, like, put a little water on it and it was great because I had the wavy what? one. And it was just, it's, and I still have it and I, she will come back out for special <laughs> Would you name her? Oh, um, Ursula named her Sasha. Mm, and she told me this was a get you a husband wig and that I better be at Nobu by Thursday. <laughs> That's exactly where Ursula She will confirm it when you speak to her. <laughs> but did you go is the question. <laughs> One of us did. I wasn't that successful. <laughs> <laughs> but I did get asked by my num- for my number a lot more than normal, which is oh, funny wow. to me because men claim they don't like wigs. That's true. They say they love your natural. But and I'm natural, normally. but you know what? I follow you on Insta and your Insta stories. I love. You were given like an extra. I don't know face. <laughs> you was given something. It may extra. have been the confidence that came with the wig. Yes. It was like making. I had to step my own game up. I was like, my clothes aren't good enough. Like my, is my face good enough? It's like I gotta get more expensive makeup. It was just. It makes you. I was like, I need a better apartment. It was oh like it was just, the wig just makes you want to change your I, whole life. I was on the subway with a Uber service wig. Like how? <laughs> Make any sense? It didn't make any sense. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Well, okay, we're gonna get back to Sylvia. You can tell we're about to have Sylvia a good so time much. today. You already know what it's gonna be, you guys. But, okay, first, uh, Charlie, Twitter, tell us about some Twitter love. Okay, some Twitter love. So, all right, the wonder of Ivy, hey boo, says, "You know, I already love Essence Yes Girl podcast, but this episode is amazing. Have a newfound respect for Lonnie Love." Yes. Glad you listened, boo. Next up, we have Rumbit. Okay, I'm just going to butcher this. <laughs> sorry, girl. Rumbit. Girl, I- Corey, you set me up. All right, I'm Rumbid- sorry. Let's just spell it. Okay. R-U-M-B-I-D-Z-A-Y-L-L-S-H-E. Hey, boo. You wrote, thank you for delivering week after week, black girl joy, inspiration, and laughs. Such a crucial voice for our generation. That is so nice. When I read this, I had to just stop and read it twice. Thank you so much for even just saying that and for um, just putting that in the universe. That's exactly what we're trying to do. And the black girl joy moment here is real. And thank you for acknowledging it. We appreciate you, sis. So black African woman, the B-A-W life wrote, we take care of the world when we do... I'm sorry. We take care of the world when we do. Uh, all right. You know what? I've been drinking. <laughs> you said, you I just said. started. That's okay. what happens when you guys pop up. We take care of the world, but when do we take care of ourselves? She mm. was quoting Tashina Arnold on Black Women via Yes Girl Podcast. Hashtag preach. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm doing a little mic drop right now. Um, uh, close your ears, Charlie. Mm. So uh, <laughs> Taylor J tweeted me uh, and at at zealous voice said will this be a part of this week's podcast yes girl and she has some googly eyes she's re- referencing my talk with idris elba yesterday look and i'm still trying to, i was so confused he didn't come home last night you know because and we talked about this <laughs> we stayed up late last night <laughs> i he clearly was Corey, that was not the agreement he in this open out. situation and in fact i just came back from london because we you know he dropped me off <laughs> well that's impossible because we were actually just cruising in the south of france i'm not really sure you must have been with his clone no, he has it a was few of those him. for the rest of y'all. You know, you know his ankle is—I mean, his leg is healing. 
Or we can go. We on. can go on forever, Woo. but I'm glad you got to enjoy my husband yes. for a night. But thank you, seriously, guys. Thank you for all the Twitter love. We love you so much. So please continue to talk to us using Yes Girl hashtag Yes Girl Podcast hashtag. We are listening. We are watching. Thank you. Thank you. But let's get into hot topics. Hot topics with Sylvia. Yes. Now the reason we invited Sylvia, as we said, we're going to really dive into this insecure finale. So mm. we're going to keep that at the end. But I want to shout out the winners of the Creative Emmys because the Primetime Emmy Awards are happening this Sunday. And but last weekend they had it over two days and shout out to Ava DuVernay who took home like five awards. Queen. RuPaul's also slayed. Hello. RuPaul's drag race. Dave Chappelle won his first Emmy for co hosting Saturday Night Live. Uh Common is one thing away. One excuse me, Common is one award away from an EGOT. Which I did not know. That is everything. So we gotta that get him on Broadway. Okay. We gotta get him on Was Broadway. Was he missing? Just the Tony. Tony. The he got to do Hamilton guest spot. He does. That's really. That's <laughs> just rap. On. Let's make He's that happen. Hamilton Let's put that in. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and we're done. That's an exclusive club. I know. And also Israel Elderman, who did that fantastic oh documentary, God. OJ Made in America. Doc. He also won. So so we're we're winning right now. We're all winning. That's great. Did and you see gonna, Dave Chappelle is walking around with his Emmy everywhere on his Instagram? No. <laughs> I love his obnoxious nature. I love everything about him. He's her. having coffee with it. He's like, it's a whole Instagram thing. It's Go check it out. for the day. Would you blame him? I would. I, I would. would. I, I would. definitely would. Hell you know yes. what I mean? That's yeah. self love. Yeah. Love what you win. Love what you do. <laughs> love your Sleep with your Emmy. Okay. You know who else was loving what, she, what they do? It's Sloane Stevens. Oh, mm. black girl magic. Congratulations on that U.S. Open win. Yes. That was Slade. incredible. I know Slade. Serena's on maternity leave. Like, if it couldn't be me, right? At least it was another sister. <laughs> Go, girl. Go, girl. She, no, it's true. It's true. She went into labor on Labor Day. She was like, "Okay, I brought this baby into the world." Speaking of, we got to meet the baby this week. Yes, she is beautiful, baby Alexis. So cute, right? And those little She's a um, booties that she and yeah, explain that. How's she a junior? She's not the first to do that. Didn't Tiana do that? With the oh, um, with yes. her um, Tiana Taylor. Yes. Well, what I was confused about is like, cause to be a junior, you have to have the same first, middle, and last name. But then, like, I feel like the new thing is like you just throw a junior on there and your baby girl and people make, just make doing it what a, they want. I kind of love it. It's about gender. <laughs> I kind of love it. Yeah. I love it. I love if anybody it. can do what they want, it's Serena. But I do love that okay. she put Olympia as the middle name. <laughs> yes, she, she was like, like claim that Greek god. <laughs> She's like, I'm an Olympian. My okay. daughter's middle name is Olympia. Yes. <laughs> She put some thought into that. She has no choice but to go for the goal like her mom now. <laughs> now, is it Alexis or Alexia? I don't want to get it wrong. It's Alexia or Alexis? Do we know? We're going to Google that in a little bit. All right. We're going to fact check Bob's that. Bob's But congratulations, yeah. Serena. And I love that she was like, y'all ready? Yep. Like the night before, mm-hmm. she prepped, she got, you know, she let yeah. us get, you know, get your Instagram alerts on. And her whole birth story is on, she Alexis. has a link in her bio. Oh, yeah. No, that was so beautiful. I know. So I saw that. All of the growth, all of that. I love it. And I love that, you know, as a, a celebrity, she's owning her, telling her own story. Mm-hmm. So I, I think she it was beautiful. She learned that from Beyonce. Oh, mm-hmm. Speaking oh. of, bang. Okay, transition. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvia. Sylvia also is, I like to refer to her as Sylvia. You've heard us shout her out on this podcast. She is the unofficial Beyonce correspondent at BuzzFeed. Because whenever Beyonce does something, I Google Sylvia Obel Beyonce BuzzFeed just to see Sylvia's take on I do. I know. I heard y'all talking about how you guys will get texts from me. Yeah. <laughs> Like, get it Bus- right. Sylvia will probably text if it's Okay. Yes. But Bay went to Houston. 
we knew that she would go home. Mm-hmm. You know, they need her. Um, she went, and yeah. she was there over the uh, was it over the weekend? Yep, she went to Friday? St. John's Church, mm-hmm. um, and she gave a really beautiful speech about what it means. I mean, she she almost cried or did cry mm-hmm. during the speech. I thought that was really humbling of her to go back and do that. And she was serving food. Yes. Mm-hmm. And did you notice she was open to selfies, videos, mm-hmm. shout outs? We With the whole back. hood. Yes. They was like throwing them signs and she was like, she third was war. Like, yes. I, I love it. It's like when you go back home all your high school. That's a thing. Okay. Like, yes. And she was here for it. She did not bring any presence, any ego, any stage, nothing. Sasha Pierce was nowhere to be found. Her accent was thick. It was, you know, what comes out when you go back home. And she was like, "They went home. My home. Y'all are my family. I got emotional. I'm not even from Houston. I know. I'm not going to lie. Beautiful. I watched those videos on Baylight over and over and over, over again. again. It was just so good to see that she just lit up their weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these they're going through it. I know. And it's not just Beyonce. I saw a lot of people saying Beyonce's there, but there's a, a local artist. I'm, I got to find his name before yeah, the podcast. Yeah, he, he was with Beyonce. What's he was in one of the videos. Yeah, the one in the video. He's been doing the work, too, since mm-hmm. day one. And a lot of people were like, Beyonce's joining him mm-hmm. to do this. But I want to make sure we give credit across the board, you know, because yeah. a lot of local Houston Houstonians? What are, what are they called? I think they. I'm, I'm going to make that yeah. a thing. Um, a lot of people in Houston, <laughs> or from Houston, they're all coming together. Yeah. It's a moment. You I know love what? seeing Beyonce out there shaking hands, feeding food. I Nothing know. but respect for my president. You know, just out there with the people like a true president should be. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> looking at you like, was Trump there? And then I was like, oh, shit. No, Beyonce, for Beyonce, president. Is president. <laughs> Beyonce for president. Beyonce for president. I hands. hear that. And did you see the video she did for the... The, the help-a-thon they did no. yesterday on TV where no, she... No, I was with Idris. She, oh. <laughs> I was with Idris, too, with you. <laughs> Get your DVR together, Corey. Get your okay, DVR together. Right, go ahead. No, but Beyonce was like, she went from addressing racism in this country to climate change all within a succinct five-minute video. And mm. I was like, now that's how you give a speech, President. Mm. I, Beyonce, honestly. Beyonce, mm. our president. I we also it. want to show some love <laughs> to uh, the residents of Florida, the southern east coast we know you've been hit oh my god caribbean barbuda um i think i said that wrong B- british virgin barbuda. island yes. british virgin Britain island barbuda you're right st martin oh my god what you guys are going through is now in recovery is very terrible but our prayers are with you you know 90 percent of some of these islands have been leveled yes. and tourism is their number one economy exactly mm-hmm. yeah they need our prayers they need our donations they need our aid yeah we're thankful that Florida didn't get hit as much as it, you know, as, as it projected it was going to get hit. Um, I have some family down there, and luckily somebody had a generator, which I was like, who gets a generator? But I guess if you're living like That's Hurricane that Alley. That's purchase that you need yeah. to make. Mm-hmm. So they were fine, but uh, our prayers are with you for we're those with you, um, recovering from that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. What else happened this um, week? Rihanna happened. Fenty Beauty. Oh, have you, let me tell you something. I tried that Trophy Wife highlighter. Ooh. I love the name. With the 50-inch wig? No, no okay. that would have been too right. much for the people. They wasn't ready. <laughs> they wasn't ready. I'm going to save that for You would have like, had a husband and my, I'm going to save that for like she my wedding day. She wouldn't be here. She'd I be on be her here. honeymoon. Be, She'd have eloped already. Somewhere else, girl. <laughs> she would have eloped. I would be a trophy wife okay. at this moment. <laughs> Rihanna knew what she was doing when she made that. She was, yeah, no, she's, it was, that high, it's so hard to find a good highlighter for black skin. And when I tell you that highlighter has bits of black, black girl magic in it, it the people cool. love it. The people are here for Fenty Beauty. Mm-hmm. And I hear people going here and there trying to get this, that, sold out. It's a, I mean. I went in there quickly and I uh, went to the Sephora in downtown Brooklyn. And I was in there. I, I was actually felt really lucky that they were it was stocked. But then this girl comes in and kind of pushes me out the way. And oh. she's like, I need everything by her. I need everything <laughs> by her. 
Don't and you I just, just love like, our commitment. I do. But shout out I to Rihanna for knowing that black women and women of color are the biggest like buyers of beauty. Like, yeah. yes, make shades for us. Oh, did you see and the shade? Hard. Did you see the shade though? Somebody was saying all these brands now are trying to push their dark mm-hmm. skin lines. Like, oh, we got it too, too late. Too late. Sorry, should have made us a priority in the ad campaign before Fenty Beauty. Yeah. Right. Oh my God! I just that little noise y'all heard was Yolanda. It's like oh, she's here. She's she liked the tweet. Oh, oh, Yolanda, I just got your tweet like. Thank you, thank you. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get into this insecure. Yeah, nothing else matters. Oh, man, let me tell <laughs> you. Questions. Nothing matters after that. Let's go. Questions. How y'all want to do this? We doing this how like, we, I mean, we doing it like overall? Like, let's how just you get this Molly this? conversation over with. Okay. Because Molly's in danger. <laughs> you in danger, But I do want to go with Molly shopping for lingerie. I'm not going to lie. Absolutely. Mm. And I kind of love her apartment. I want to Airbnb it. But that's neither here Listen, if I lived in Molly's condo, I would have no complaints about life. No, I'm like, no. Molly's all sad and dreaming. I'm like, I just come home to my beautiful floor-to-ceiling windows. Okay. <laughs> She's winning in every department but her heart. Okay? But that's, and it's real, though. That's her fault, though. But can I say this? So... This oh, spoiler alert. alert. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler yes. alert. Y'all haven't spoiler watched alert. it by now. Girl, there's Girl. a few <laughs> folks who Don't even feel go like... There. Just take Don't a sip. Take it away. We won't go there. But <laughs> Spoiler alert, booze. I watched... Side, it's kind of a side note trans, transgression... Do, um, I said transition. <laughs> we know what Trans- you meant. <laughs> we really. Oh, I cannot. All right, but I watched the. I was a little late to this show called The Bold Type. It's so funny you said that. We wrote a whole thing. But go ahead. So the editor in chief on that show. I only watched the first episode, and she was giving this speech, and she goes, you know, she was talking to young women, and she, in one part of the speech, spoke to me because she said, "Go have sex with as many bad people as you can." And I say I bring this up now because. While going into the finale of Insecure, I thought, oh, Molly's in danger. Molly's doing the wrong thing. But I was like, well, maybe she just needs to check this off her box. Like, I have done, I did something really stupid well, one point in my life. She's checked that box a lot of times. Yeah. She sure did. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, no, but, I'm like, but clearly the sex is good for her. Oh, clearly. And how many times, how much good sex can we all say we had around this table in our lifetime? Well, that's I a mean, personal question. I mean, no, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Speak for yourself. No, but... <laughs> Hey, I live a lot. I'm going to take a drink. <laughs> Corey, me and Charlie are like, well, well girl, Corey, we don't know what you're going to do over I'm, there. No. No, but, no, but I, no, but here's what I want to say about Molly <laughs> and her decisions. I'm like, Issa. <laughs> what is, remember she said, sex with me ain't uh, amazing, but it's all right. I mean, She's I like, think I ain't no Rihanna. No, I ain't no Rihanna. This is an evergreen statement. <laughs> no right, Rihanna. Look. But no, but here's the thing about Molly, and I think this is what Charlie's leading to. There is nothing wrong with having a hotation or a casual sex if that's the life you're trying to live or that's the moment you're in. But Molly said that she was looking for a husband. Mm-hmm. And with her parents had. With her, like she, that's, what the, yes. that's the clear path that she wants to be on. And those are two different lifestyles. And the, I wish Molly had the patience to wait for the right man versus giving in for like temporary pleasure. Girl. But that's a hard thing also. So I get it. I've seen a lot of people make that mistake. I wrote a piece about it this week on the site on Essence.com. I basically said the article's called Hella Real. We've all pulled a Molly. Mm-hmm. I've done it. You've done it. Corey, you may have done it. Yeah. We've all been guilty of that moment where we did, where we choose what we want. Over what we and, need. And overlook what we need and what we deserve. Mm. And those brothers are laughing all the way on by. Like, okay, that's what you want? That's the decision you want to make? And I feel like that's a part of your induction into true womanhood. Mm. When you recognize the difference between those two decisions in the love department. And we, I mean, I've, I'm guilty. Yes. I did it. You know, I, I, you friend zone somebody just like Molly did 
fast. I felt bad for Quentin, but he never stood a chance. <laughs> Little Rella still be on the show. <laughs> Quentin you know, is the man, though. I love he's Quentin. He's a great but guy. But you have to, like, Quentin's a great guy, but what I want for Molly is a guy who supports her like Quentin, but that she's also attracted to. Because that's, that's important. True. Damn. And she tried. But I also think what you're attracted to evolves when you mm-hmm. understand the crown. Like, that's the thing. Quentin sees the crown on Molly's head that she doesn't see yet. You know what I'm saying? That's what I totally talked about in the piece. Like when you recognize your worth and your that you're queening, mm-hmm. that's when you it all works out. And I think that I mean I always say like the type of men I became attracted to after I learned this mm-hmm. lesson. That's when I found my husband. I started being attracted to people who made my heart feel good, who loved me the way I need to be treated, mm-hmm. and who felt like the king to match my queen. Yeah, and, and you I mean, see them differently. No, and a lot of people confuse attraction with like mean that he hits all your boxes like five, like six right. five beard, dark skin, you know, light skin, whatever it is you're Abs, into. Right, <laughs> you know, full lips. Well, let's not get too detailed. That's my list. But, uh, <laughs> but the point is that, like, attraction means just basic, like, just it's yes. just that. You can be attracted to a personality enough for it to, to take she or, chem- like, charming or this and that. But I think the problem with Lorel was Molly was not attracted to any part of that. Any part of it. It's not even just how he was looked. Was she faking the whole time? He was like, I mean. They had chemistry. They had, but chem- she didn't like, allow a banter. It to be, yeah. It was like banter. You know, and sometimes. She friends on him. She friends, yes. Well, she tried. She definitely. You see the look on his face when she mounted him? She made his... <laughs> 2017. He was like, what? He was like, this is happening. He got got the handy out. He shot his shot. You know what I mean? But I will say this. You know, Molly has to get there. We all get there. Yeah. Eventually. mm -hmm. She's just taking it longer than we would like. But But then. Oh, go ahead. When when she lied to her friends, you know you're doing dirt when you can't even tell your girlfriends the dirt you're doing. They asked her, you know, they they don't know she's messing with Dro again. um, No, she doesn't. She, no, yes, she does. No, well, she doesn't. A little when they bit. talked on the couch, it was kind of like, oh, you know, they were like, can you try to make it work with Quentin? Mm-hmm. She's like, maybe. I'm, I'll give it a try. Remember, she was oh, like. Oh, they were um, that time, but she wasn't really so much. I feel like Dro came back into picture after she tried to have sex with Quentin and realized it won't it. I bet she don't tell him. Because <laughs> I, I, look, she didn't even tell her therapist. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I get her not telling her therapist because like, she's she don't tell her therapist standard. nothing. Well, then why go? you wasting money, girl. Ooh. you wasting a copay. I mean, you know, the could have is what got her on the couch with Quentin. She was trying to could have, and it wasn't working out. But no, Issa, I mean, it's. Sometimes it's easy to tell your friends when they're making the mess too. And Issa is on Daniel's couch right now, so it's not going to be too hard for her to tell Issa that she's messing with Joe because they're both making, they mistakes. are committed to making mistakes. Speaking of mistakes, Daniel's making a mistake, I think, giving Issa mm. another chance. I know that's not a popular opinion, but, but I think I kind that's of a, agree with you. I think that's I a perfect example of the right guy. But also, if, let me back up. Is Daniel even looking for anything serious? Do we even know? He's never been clear on that. I think he really likes but Issa. I, I think he really, yeah. I do think he deserves better. He deserves think, a woman um, with his shit together, her shit together. Yeah, she keeps putting him on a shelf, and it's like, and then just using him when she needs him, and that's right. not a way to treat somebody. Right. So, one thing I will say, I did during the the grown up conversation between Issa and okay, Lawrence. Yes. Can we talk about yes, this? Yes. First it. of all, I was rewatching it before we came down here, and I cried again because that Aww. shit was so real. It's so yeah. real. It's so triggering. Much like most of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, it's Mally just was excellent. I'm so glad that an open, honest, good communication conversation happened on this show because so many so many black millennials are watching this show and just living out things that they haven't been. And a lot of us don't get that closure conversation. Most of us no. don't Most get of us closure. don't get that closure conversation. Not in real life. And I'm just, there were so many jewels in there that I feel like people watching needed to hear. Absolutely. Like when she told Lawrence, I wish I could make you understand that it was not about you right like the cheating because when you get cheated on it feels personal it feels personal mm-hmm. and it's like what did it i you, you try not to be insecure but you know you have those but thoughts of and those course questions. you are yeah. and then even when lawrence was finally 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 <laughs> grown enough to admit that some of this was him 
and like say that you know like I did, was in a dark place and I couldn't be the person that I wanted to be, so I shut down. You know what I mean? That's such a real grown up decision, like thought process on his part. And I'm just glad they had that exchange because it was real. Like hey, there's so many things that we've all been through that they were going through. Well, one Let thing is, oh, go ahead, I was gonna say, well, because one thing I know I've noticed as an adult is that when you when you want to blame dudes for all your bad relationships or whatever, but you got to realize you're the common denominator mm-hmm. in the relationship as well. And you got to own up to the fact of what you did. And I thought it was so hard for And shout out to Issa Rae's acting. That was okay. good acting. That was amazing. Her coming up the stairs with the camera behind. Can we shout out to Melina real quick? Because okay, yes. this, this episode you was shot that. like It was beautiful. Kiss. It was like, beautiful. It was just walking behind Lawrence in his Carl Thomas sweater. Okay. Turtleneck. <laughs> talking about that Carl Girl, Thomas sweater. In LA. It was worthy of all of those extended minutes. I love minutes. black Twitter. It was worth it. <laughs> of all those I love numbers. it black Twitter misses nothing nothing it doesn't. well here's what I want to say before we you know before we wrap that up mm-hmm. honestly it was a healthy ending over mm-hmm. a happy ending talk about yes. a relationship editor. okay and that <laughs> tell them tell them I was and that is real life it's real sometimes life. you get a healthy ending which yep. is your which is should be all of our end game mm-hmm. and healthy isn't always happy mm-hmm. and that's why everybody's okay with it mm-hmm. because we wanted them to get it together not necessarily get back together yeah okay and I think there's something to just one of the biggest lessons of my 20s even is just like learning that love is not always enough right and those I love you's they exchanged at the end. But also knowing that was still does not mean we're getting back together. Exactly. Some real shit. And yeah. those what ifs. Like, I'm going to be real. You have there. I think we you at some point in your life, you encounter someone you could be married to. Mm-hmm. You could have kids with. Mm-hmm. You could spend forever with. Only it was a timing thing or a mistake a happened. Yeah. Thing. Nobody knew something, something coming. They weren't ready. The stars yeah. just did not align for yes. you. And then you break up, but you still have mutual respect for that person. Mm-hmm. You don't wish that ill, wish yes. anything ill on that person. And you mm-hmm. can see them and you know yeah and that's what that daydream was so real and I feel like yes. I'm, I mean A it, it shook us cause I know second, at first I was like oh this is whack I you everybody in my good. apartment was on the floor because we were like wait I knew better I knew better I knew Issa wouldn't do this but when the montage like happened I was like okay but because that's a real thing you do when, you, when you're with somebody who you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with you do that real and then Absolutely. they had the nerve to put blessed I don't know if y'all oh, listen to that Daniel's Daniel's album, That's the thing uh, that sent me album. over the edge. Because then they're going to play that blessed song as if I haven't been like low-key crying to that album all week. <laughs> They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And it was beautiful. And that's a note to also just the soundtrack. The music on this show is a character on its own. And it it is is so good. We went to that. uh, Sylvia and I went to a talk with a genius about the intensity Mm -hmm. that Issa and her uh, music supervisor goes through to pick those songs Songs. to make them match. It's immaculate. It's great. Like everything. They use Biking, which was perfect, Frank Ocean's song. Mm -hmm. And they use Tyler the Creator's song Board, which I love because they, they just find all the songs that like are low key the best songs of the year. They they give them a platform and the right that. moment because you know and we right attach moment. music to emotions with breakups. Yeah, there's like 18 songs Perfect I can moment. never hear again. Yeah, <laughs> they were ruined yes. for me. Love but, ruined them. <laughs> but Insecure made this sound. Go get the soundtrack. Relive Insecure. It's amazing. I can't wait to see where it's going to go season. for season three. I hope they don't get back together. What do you guys? Think? I mean, I don't want them don't to get back so. together. I or if good. I do, I, I want them to get back there in season four or five. Yeah, I think Later it's good on. to know that like you can just leave. It can yeah. be over. And yeah. also, I think I hope women got the visuals here. Sometimes you have to let go of the fantasy with the guy mm-hmm. because that is going to hold you back, girl. When you try to move on with somebody else, yeah. stop thinking that was your husband. Those were your babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was your life on Instagram. No, let it go when you let him go, and yes. then maybe, just maybe, you'll be ready for the next person. Speaking of the next person. <laughs> Oh my God! That let's take a moment for the relationships that we've all let go. Of course. Oh. 
Hope y'all well though. Healthy or unhealthy. Yeah, good. Self care. <laughs> Self care this week. We feel you. But you know what? I'm about to get my life with Ursula because she. I'm a talker and giving me a fifty. Maybe I'm gonna do thirty because I've never really worn a. You don't weave. want fifty. You don't want fifty. Let's take it from me. But can I just? I should just go hard. I just should go hard. <laughs> I had I'm gonna be hella hard. Hella hard. <laughs> Shout out nice, to Issa. Nice and I'm hoping she can help me explain, help me understand why my just kind of broke up with me low-key this summer. <laughs> so maybe we can we get some questions. help. help Ursula will talk to you because she definitely, looked, when she was curling my hair, she was hair like, help. you need a trim. I was like, okay, girl, damn, you had to put me out there like that. I know. I know. My edges are ghosting a little, so yeah. All right. Thank you, Sylvia. Sylvia, we love you. guys. Finally. All right. Up next, <laughs> Ursula Steven. We got a guest. Yes. It's fashion week, too. Yeah. So which is make this extra special. Extra. And she has touched my edges. I have yet to be blessed. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> but I'm lo- excited. Okay, all right. First of all, let's say Ursula Steven is in the building. Hey, uh, celebrity hey hairstylist, girl. everything, salon owner. Yes, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Slayer of edges, ends, coils, curls. We will go wigs, through all things she has done. True. True. Okay, we're going to read the receipts. Receipt. What's are people's names? Yes, because of the styles. I'm just going to get started there. Please do. Let's start with her receipts. Rihanna, period. We could leave now, actually. Iconic. But she's also been blessing Mary J. Blige. Yeah. I am low-key loving Mary. I, I kind of want to go up a level in my blondeness. As you should. Mm-hmm. As you should. Okay. I can see it. Carrie Washington. Yeah. Emma And white girls. Shout out to the white girls. Emma Watson. <laughs> yeah. Iggy Azalea. Yes. All right. There's Sierra. Serena Williams. And then I'm just pulling up her Essence covers that she designed. Oh, let's go through the covers. Shonda Rhimes. Mm. Audrey McDonald. Mm. Wait, I'm going to pause because I have been drinking. <laughs> Laverne Cox, mm. twice. Yeah. I actually got Laverne as a client because of Essence. So. Can Ooh. we talk about that? Because that's Essence. something former beauty and style editor Pamela Edwards Christiani used to talk about the connections that Essence would make with people. Yes. As far as beauty and glam. Go it's, into it's, it. it's absolutely, it's a big blessing. That's one thing I would say about Essence. Like, I've gotten so many clients because of just working with them one time on an Essence gig. And it's just a blessing. And I, that's why I love Essence because they always give me opportunities to work with new people. And they pair me up, like, perfectly with people all the time. So. Shout out to Essence. We understand you, right? It's like shout family. out to Essence. Yes, girl. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, girl. We get it. We see your vision. But there's something that goes into um, a lot of talk when we do our covers. I work. I work a lot on the cover uh, team. I work on the cover team. I book the covers a lot with the celebrity, and it's one. That's one battle you fight with the celebrity. But then the second battle that's just as intense is the glam. Yes. And a lot of times we may have a vision for a celeb that necessarily doesn't translate to red carpet or what we, as we say, editorial or, you know, their day to day look. Yeah. And we're fighting with them, especially to say, like, you need to go with this person. You need to go with them. And you are like a rotation of three people that we're like, you kind of need Ursula. (laughs) And just wait. And just so you know that that battle, the hairstylist suffers the most because we have to make you guys happy. Yeah. Because you guys obviously have this vision, which you guys are amazing at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then you also have to convince the client who's stuck in her way yeah. mm-hmm. of, you know, this is going to be hot. So now I have to make you happy. I have to make her happy. And I also got to make sure this shit looks hot. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's an interesting it's, cycle. And what's, what's one of the reasons why I really wanted to have you on here? Because it's something that we go through every day. And you may flip because like, oh, it's looking cute. on, on you, know, you tap in a picture for a like. But there's a lot that goes into... Getting that look right, uh, 
there's got to be a personality match and then also you guys have got to be the the keeper of secrets yes because mm. yeah my my whole crawford career is like i have so many in my head it's like you're just a lock drawer. It's like hairstylist slash psychiatrist. Yes, slash. that's yes. a real. That's, it's that's a, a thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's a thing. So many things we we work on, we can't talk about it. You know? No, I'm sure. But and that's not why we it. have you it's here to fun. talk about that. Yeah. But it is the fun of it. But yeah. it's also this. It's a lot. It's very serious. But but the looks that you gave, the, the things you inspired. How many bobs did you inspire when you cut Rihanna's hair? Oh wow! Oh my god! I'm still trying. to I'm going to raise out. my hand. Right <laughs> Hopefully, <now. laughs> as many bobs that inspired me. Okay. Hopefully. I love that. Hopefully I did that. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about you. Where are you from? I am born and raised in Brooklyn. My family's Caribbean, so they shout call out to me. the island. Shout What's out the, the flag? island girl? Yes, Grenada. All right. So I'm like a what they what my family calls a Caribbean American. They tell me I'm not Caribbean. You're American. So I'm a Caribbean American, mm-hmm. born and raised in Brooklyn. Okay, cool. Yeah. And when did you start here? When did you did you go to cosmetology school? Well, officially, I started here in high school, which is like 92, mm-hmm. which I should have just never really dropped dates and all that. But, but that's all right. 92 was, officially, was lit. Yeah, officially, I, I got real lit in 92. Before that, I always just played around and just, you know, with my own hair and family. And mm-hmm. for, my mother would get her hair done every two weeks. And when she came home from the style the salon, I had to put the rollers back in. So that was like, <laughs> couldn't wait to do that. So, but officially in 92, I, you know, I started doing hair in high school. My beauty school was a vocational high school. Wow. Yeah. What was the moment you were like, I want to do this full time? When I went to college and realized it wasn't for me, I was like, oh, yeah, let me step this hair thing up because this is not going to work and this is not me. So I think around like like my sophomore year in um, in college is when I decided like I had an opportunity to go on tour and I was kind of like in school, but like failing and hated it. Sleeping through all my classes and like you know just spending all my Pell money and grant money on everything hey, hair. Hey, Pell grant. <laughs> okay, <laughs> everything were you, hair. Were you the girl that had the sign up list in the dorm? You know those girls yes. who did you know the hair? Well, no, queens. I didn't do the dorm thing. Oh, okay. I went, but, I went to Brooklyn College, so, so it was like, but I, people were lining up, yeah, right? Because like you know a hair yeah. referral is just when you look good. Yeah, By I the used time to get I, a French roll for five dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, I used to do French for five dollars. Yes, mm-hmm. add extra two fifty, I do finger waves. Yeah, <laughs> I should have came to you. See, mm-hmm. but that hair mm-hmm. hustle was real. It's like that's how, it was like a domino effect. Yes. Like slay one hair head, yeah. and then everyone that girl knows yeah. has to have you do absolutely. Hair. And even though I didn't We're get that, loyal. I didn't get that dorm room thing. I definitely did hair everywhere. Like my mom's basement. Like I did all my friends' moms' hair. Like I would leave home Saturday morning, like go to their houses with my stuff in like a little suitcase and press one. Parent you being a mobile stylist. Yeah, I, yeah, I was it. I was doing the mobile thing way before it was even like You were entrepreneur, bona fide boss, yeah. early. That's a business. <laughs> that is a business. That's you running your own business at what, 16, yeah. 17? And my mother my friends and mother used to be like, Don't let them cheat you. Make sure they pay you because my friends never used to they always owe me like two dollars. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. My friend's mother was like, Don't do it. I'm gonna make sure make sure they pay you. So she kinda like helped was me. Your business to, like tr- like think <laughs> business wise when it came to like, you know, m- making money off my craft. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. was the transition to doing celebrity hairstyle? Because I'm sure that's a lot of our listeners want to know. Like, how do you how did make you, that jump? Yeah, how did you get somebody to be like, I, I want you to do my hair? Well, when I while I worked in the salon, I had a lot of clients that came through and they worked at labels and you know, or they partied, was best groupie or you know how that goes. <laughs> so my name started to get passed around in the industry. They wanted to know who did what. And I remember I had a client that used to assist Tone and Polk. They were like producers at, I think, I forgot what label at this time, maybe Def Jam, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she was my client, but she never wanted anyone to know she had weave. Like She wasn't from New York. She came from Virginia. She had this great job, and she was just like, 
great looking girl, like got her hair done every two weeks. But no, no one ever knew it was a weave. And I remember she said someone was looking for a stylist and she told this person that she was close to the label, like, she does my hair, this is a weave. And she's like, what? We want her. So my name just started getting passed around. Wow. And I just started doing celebrities. Wow. Yeah, but I still would referral. juggle in between, you know, the salon and, you know, working with celebrities. And then when I went on tour, it kind of put a dent in my clientele. When I came back, I was just kind of looking around. I couldn't go back to school because I dropped out. So that's when I decided, like, I got to make this shit work now. Like, my mother's going to really be like, what's happening? You know what I mean? So I just decided to really go hard and find an agent. Got turned down, but finally someone picked me up, and then it just was like... How many times did you get turned down? I got turned on a lot. Wow. There's even ages now that are like, oh, my God, I remember when, you know, you tried to work with us. And mm. I was like, yeah, I know. And I kept going. I remember, se- I remember sending my pictures to Essence. Like, back in the day, you could send your images to Essence. Like, you take your pictures of your, your clients, nothing like what they look like today, but mm-hmm. take good images and send it in. And if your work was good enough, Essence would just post it. Honey, they sent it right back. <laughs> they sent them shit right. I was like, oh, my God. We're they sorry. didn't even, but not even that? one. But no, that made me look at my work to say, what could I do better? You, you know didn't what I mean? quit. I was going to no, say, you never. didn't quit. Look at never. where you are today. Never. And that's really a testament. Never. Because I think a lot of younger people now, it's like, if you tell them no, well then, something's wrong with you. I'm done with this. I'm, you don't understand my greatness. You may be great. That's me. Like right? I always but, felt like if somebody didn't like it or or didn't accept what I like did or like how they sent my pictures back, oh they just don't know yet. Don't worry, they gonna know. Like I always had that idea of don't worry, they gonna they gonna believe it. Trust me, and it ended up happening. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Now I read somewhere that your one of your first famous clients was Khadijah Base who I didn't know her name, but she sang the hook on Ain't No Nigga Like the One I Got for Jay-Z. Yes. How did that come about? Well, like I said, she was one of, she was a, a, from the label? a friend, not from the label, actually. She was just like, well, the salon I worked at was in um, in Park Slope, and she lived in the neighborhood, but she was also friends with this, the makeup artist that worked at the salon I worked at. So they were friends, they hung out together, they partied together, and I became all of their, all the girls' hairstylists, and they were all older than me, and they were kind of like raising me in the industry, and you know, just hung out with them, party with them. So she became my client. At the time, she was going to get her solo project with Wyclef. I think Wyclef may, may have had a you know mm-hmm. a label at the time, and it, it didn't work out. But so she called me to do her hair for a video. It was my first video. I didn't know anything. I just took everything from my sale- my station at the salon, like in this bag, and just took <laughs> it. Don't bring everything. And it was literally my first video, and I just kind of just went on set and just did hair, and that didn't really pay attention to anything else that was going on, and didn't even know that I myself could take one hairstyle and turn it into three different looks on spot. You know what I mean? It was my first time. I just did it. So after that, I was like, oh, okay, I guess I could do videos. Yeah. What would you say is your strength? I remember we did an interview with uh, Lacey Redway, and she said her strength was that she was fast. Okay. Like, she could braid fast. What would you say is your strength? I think one. Of, that's one of them. I think I have a few combined. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's one. You know what I mean? Um, I think I definitely am quick. I think the experience that I had in the salon made me who I am today. So I think being a salon, starting from the salon, made me as great as I am today okay. because it just helped me to go through go through clients quickly. Like you said, she's quick. In a salon, you get somebody that's coming in for a short haircut, then somebody else coming for a weave, then somebody's coming for braids. You got to be quick and Time you got to be ready to go through go through styles mm-hmm. and not be choosy or what you don't want to do. You just got to do it because you're getting paid to do it. So I think that training helped me on set and working under pressure. So it could be that. And also, I just feel like I just, I'm a woman first. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of my th- my things. I'm a woman first, so mm-hmm. I know what you want. I know what you like. I know how right. you, you get feel. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know, that's so. important about the yeah. how to feel. That's something Sylvia was saying when she put on the uh, forty inch, forty 50 inch, inch. Oh, 50. fifty inch. She excuse said me, fifty. I need him. I need him. Wig. <laughs> she said she had to step up so much in her life mm-hmm. to match this hair that the you gave Lord. her. Yeah. 
It's a vibe. Hair it is, is a vibe. vibe. It's a mood. And that's why I was going to say, when you were asking Ursula her strengths, I was like, vision. I just mm. look at your receipts. Mm-hmm. Like, just having the foresight to say, this is going, this style is going to be a vibe. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I, 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 think like I don't think about it. Just, I just I'm already in the vibe, so I just kind of put it out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when I do something different, it's because I'm just bored of what I've been doing. I just right. want something new. Mm-hmm. And I know if, as a woman, like, I've changed my hair all the time. I know how it feels to have bangs and be over bangs and want to figure out how you can switch bangs. So I'm 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 in it with you girls. You know what I mean? I know. Can you tell us briefly how you came to the Rihanna the significant Rihanna hairstyle you gave her? Is it the short pixie? I mean, there's so many. It had to there's, be the short, because after the bob, then it was the short pixie. The short pixie. I want, let's go with the short pixie, because I know that if people Google, you can Google about yeah. the bob. But tell me about the pixie. So the pixie kind of happened, just like what I said, I got bored. And Rihanna was really tired of the bob a lot sooner than people know. Or, you know, like she was <laughs> on me about getting rid of it. And I was like, you can't, you can't, like, wait a little bit. Like, like you know, wear it, just look. wear it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I already knew she was bored. I was bored, too, but I just knew you know, she had to keep it, you know? And then we went to um, the film festival and I was bored. I was just so over doing the bob, like, at that point. And I was just like, uh, she's already been asking for to chop it all off. So I was like, you know what? I don't feel like doing that bob today. I think I'm just cut her hair. This is what I'm saying to myself as I'm getting ready to go to her room. So I get to her room and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to cut your hair today. She's like, what? <laughs> You sure? I was like, I just don't feel like doing that stupid bob anymore. I'm over it. And I had like uh, maybe like a small, the smallest size of relaxer. Wow. And when you're going to cu- chop your hair off, you got to, you know, yeah, at least right. on the sides and back, you want to be sleek. I made that work. Stretch it out. So the first day, th- that cut, that initial cut was <laughs> really like just me just being bored and her just saying, all right, I'm, I'm down. Let's just do it. And then that's what happened. It looked so good. I was yeah. actually going through um, your website on, at Starworks. Yeah. And I was saying, I, I just said it to no one in particular. I was like, I love that the best, yeah. that short pixie you gave her. It yeah. was really beautiful. And the color, it just really, I love short hair. Me too. I, really I love do. it. I think it just showcases her features and, you know, she looks the most comfortable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very sexy on her. But so, she could pull anything off, so... Yeah. So I have to ask, this is not going to sound random, but I, I feel like sometimes as women, like, you know, we have our moments where we love our style, we don't. Yeah. But... Obviously, you're creating these moments, these iconic styles. How do you know your client loves it? Because, you know, we mm. always say, oh, you know, you leave. Thank you. I love it. But then you get home and sometimes you, you know, like, obviously not when we're, go- we're not going to celebrity stylists, right? right? We're going to stylists. But there's that moment where you go home and you try to do something with the bang or whatever. But ev- but then there are those moments where you're like, this style is everything. I love this look on me. And I feel like you probably can see that in the client. Yes. The like, how do you know? I think you could feel. The, do they the, get when more confident? Gen- yeah, they get more, more confident. They perk up. They smile. You, you could, if you, you could just have read the body language. Mm-hmm. And I just, I know when someone doesn't like like it either you know what I mean I, I've observed that. that too and I often make them feel comfortable like you could tell me because I think that's one of the big mistakes that you know cl- between the client and the, and the stylist is that that honesty is gone because the, people are so terrified of stylists mm-hmm. yeah and I, I know it. I know I'm because I used to, to say be a, a client that was so terrified that I would be like ma I don't want to go or I'll be like I'm not going to tell her what I want but when I get home I'm going to fix it so I know how that feels so I'm always trying to make sure that I can read my client and really mm-hmm. make them feel comfortable about having the conversation and people should really I think the stylists need to really work on, especially the, the salon stylists, work on that comfortability with your clients Absolutely. and don't make them feel intimidated because... Because I've been that girl. Yeah, you know, everybody. I just didn't want to be everybody. disrespectful. I didn't want to yeah. make them think I don't respect their art. Right. Because it's an art, but in my mind, I'm like, but this isn't me or, yeah. you know, this isn't my mood or my vibe. And I think the average woman, woman would be 
more confident telling a nail person that I didn't like my nails than a hairstylist. Mm. I like my hair. Interesting. You're right. It's that weird. You know, I don't know what it is. What is I'm, it with I'm, us I'm, in that? You know what, trying to figure I just it out. Say, have a southern girl moment <laughs> because there's something about that you in their hair. And I always have this vision if you if you if you tell a stylist like you don't like what they're doing that they're gonna put a root on your hair or something. I know it's crazy. I know, Grab the I know. or something and be like, oops. No, yeah, I read this book, Mama Day, and this woman put a, a spell on a girl what? through the braids oh in her God. hair. I know like, it's so stupid, Lord. but I held on to it. But I do have this thing, like you know that whole superstition, like you shouldn't have two people yeah. on your hair at the same yeah. time. Like so, I think hair is very spiritual, and that if someone hates you, they could just do some shit to your hair. Yeah. But I, just I, and I feel like that with anything. Hair. Like somebody doesn't have good energy, they, anything they do for it is not going to be, it's not going to be good. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think that's important too. Like even with the natural hair movement, I think it's important that women that are really embracing their natural hair that you find a stylist that loves to do it and mm-hmm. loves and loves the texture because if you find someone that doesn't. It will your hair will be reactive to it. You know what I mean. You want somebody that loves your hair texture yeah. and knows how to baby it and make mm-hmm. it, you know, be to its best. You know, you yeah. don't want somebody that's like, oh, it's a friendship combing through it's it and they, and they rolling their eyes and they looking it's at everybody. That's not, no, you want somebody that's, that's right. in, yeah, that's somebody that's in it with you. You know what I mean. So that's important. I'm curious because you are always on the go. If you're not already listeners, if you're already not following Ursi uh, Ursi on hair hashtag or Ursula Steven on Instagram, you got to get your life. But what is a week like for you? Because do you, do you have to keep your passport on you and a suitcase ready? Well, I used to do that because there was a point <laughs> where I was really going to Europe pretty often, like every other week or every two weeks. So it was just like in my bag. It didn't make sense to take it out because mm-hmm. I was so afraid that I would forget it at home and then it, it would just back. ruin everybody's whole life because... I, the hairstylist Yo, don't the make hairstylist it. Don't like, make that pressure it? is, oh, wow. that pressure oh, wow. is real. Party, okay? like, very real. It's little things. Like, I, I'm like, listen, I make, I, even with, Je- with my assistant, I'm like, listen, make sure my tickets are paid. I don't mm-hmm. need no warrants. Like, I need to be able to travel freely through the world. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's the worst pressure, you know, to feel like you can't come through for a job. But there's no two weeks are the same in my life ever. I love wow. that. No two weeks. No two days are the same. Yeah. You know, like, it just changes. Like, I could, Literally look at my calendar and be like, all right, well, I guess I'm off this weekend. And then get an email and be like, oh, you got a New Orleans on Sunday for a video Monday. And I'm like, oh, okay. Just packing my shit up. That's it. So. How do you make time for you? How do you have like a, a, a quote unquote normal life? How do you have stability when you do that? Especially now that you're a salon owner. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm str- if I'm striving to be normal. I've never tried to be mm. normal. So I have I already let that go because nothing <laughs> about me is normal. But okay. I just I just make time for myself. Like I work out. I make mm-hmm. sure that I do that. I always find a time to do something. If I travel, I work out there. I always find some time to do something fun for myself or, you know, go out. If I'm traveling, have a great dinner. You know, I, I just try to make the most of wherever I am because I'm always someplace different even when i'm at home i just try to you know relax do facials i spa like i just love things like that and i don't need to wait for a week or a weekend like if i have a day off that's a vacation day for me so i'm going to find something relaxing to do have a good dinner like you know just enjoy my friends like whatever i just i just go with the flow go with the flow i just Mm -hmm. have to because i can't if i decide to do everything based on my job i would never do anything i would never have a life and then i'll be miserable Mm -hmm. so i have to just accept the job that i have and just say all right I won't. I'll have to work these ten days, but then I'll be off for, for three, and I'm gonna do something fun. You know what I mean? Or I'm gonna relax. I'm gonna sleep late. Like, 
I just take it day just by go day. With yeah. it. I love that. Yeah. And now, Ursula, hair is big business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love the hair and beauty industry because it's given black women, particularly hair, so much, so, such a large opportunity for so many years to be entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and to run their own businesses and own their own shops and call this. Talk about the business of beauty, though, too, and, and hair, mm-hmm. really, because I think that there's so much money to be made there and build an, building your own and empire. For some reason, I feel more so now with black women. I mean, with label. I mean, it I, feels that way, right? Companies really cater to us and really putting mm-hmm. it seems like they're putting now us we're first. the target now we match yeah. you know now they're seeing us like as we've always seen ourselves in a lot of yeah. these industries and careers but particularly with hair so what does it feel like to be a boss in this world right now and what advice do you have for people young hair entrepreneurs and stylists? I, I'm grateful to be around because it's been even when I got into it it had been around for so long and for, mm-hmm. it was so new and mm-hmm. it was like oh my god and now that I've been in this so long, I feel like it's still that way for even new stylists, even though, you know, things are still, some things are the same and it's still hair, but yeah. beauty is so worldwide and the industry has come such a long way that it's just exciting and it's it's kind of amazing to have a job where you could kind of look in the mirror all day. You know what I mean? And feel <laughs> and just be feel, feel good about yourself and help other people to feel great. Right. So I love that part. And, you know, for like young stylists, I'm just, I just really feel like just respect respect the industry that we're in like I feel like a lot of people are losing respect for it because things are seeming so easy now Mm. but we have to kind of take it back and what's the word like appreciate appreciate it a little bit more it's like Mm -hmm. a a, a, um, fellow hairstylist of mine had a party and the theme was um, a tag can't buy my bag Meaning, like, you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. are, you know, social media, people are offering you, you know, I'll tag, I'll, you. I'll tag you for a free mm. do. Oh. And forgetting that a great weave from a, a great stylist or celebrity stylist could be $1,500. Right. It's honey, a big I, business. Yeah. Like, honey, I want that money. Mm-hmm. Let's not play around with these tags. Wait, you know I, I mean? love that. Let's tag. bring back the seriousness to our industry and let and make Can't sure that we don't allow social media or people who are not necessarily passionate about our business mm-hmm taint our business or you know what I mean I have to find that word you know what I mean no I get it and take it back and respect, and, and respect it you know what I mean people mm-hmm. are not respecting it even with artists you work with artists and now it's like oh they just want wigs or they just feel like you know I just want you to come they they, they want to feel like they're creating this look but you're not a hairstylist though mm-hmm. you are a rapper or a singer or whatever you do mm-hmm. let me do my field yeah let me do it let me let me still create people don't want that because everybody is fighting for credit now and mm-hmm. who created this so now the, the, even the artist is like this is my look I created it what? bitch you don't do hair that's a lot and I blame Instagram that's a lot of that let me, like, let me excel credit, in my yeah. field let me excel in my field you excel in yours that's mm. it you know that's so real. we just have to get I want the respect to come back to the industry yeah that's real that mm-hmm. is so very real, real. What, what will you say made you say I want I mean because you're already super successful but what made you want to open that salon that's in Fort Greene Brooklyn mm-hmm. what was that was I that decided, a dream it wasn't a big dream that's, <laughs> it was not a dream let's be very clear I never wanted a salon like I've been doing hair since I was what 13 and mm-hmm. had a big clientele even at 17 in the salon I just really wanted to be that girl like I wanted to be fly okay I wanted to make money Hang out with my friends, party, come to work late. I only worked like three days. I used to work Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Didn't work the whole other week. Like, I had a big clientele. Like, that's all I wanted. I wanted to come and go. I didn't want to be responsible. I didn't want to grow up. But as I realized I had to grow up, 
Yeah, and I remember, you know, ha- having like, you know, different events and such, you know, people interview- interviewing me and asking me, do I have a salon space? And I'm like, I sound pretty silly. And besides sounding silly, not having a space, I also felt like I was coming across so many different stylists, young stylists that admire me and or just came out of school and I would, you know, probably work with them or whatever. However, I would interact with them. I realized how much they weren't learning. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I needed to be, I needed to add to my industry. So I didn't want to, I wanted, I wanted to be a part of my industry. So I didn't, obviously I did it. I want to make money. Who doesn't? You know what I mean? But my main focus was to, I know I get, I'm getting emotional because I, I was I like, are you like, cry? <laughs> where are the tissues going? No, because no. it's like, I really wanted to be <laughs> part of the responsibility of making sure that we have great stylists. Absolutely. Because we don't. It's like, even with us, I have a salon and it's like, I'm interviewing like 10 people and barely could take one because they just don't have it. And you want to cultivate. Right. That's how we grow as a community. We have to pass down. And something I love when I hear stylists say, you know, follow a lot of them on Instagram, but it's like, it's about hair health. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, it's not just about getting that cute look. You can't get a weave after weave. You have to let your hair breathe. You have to like, let it be. And you want to have that. Girl, my edges tell the tale. I mean, they're here, but I'm working with them because I'm I'm not kidding. I was a casualty of that era. Yeah. Like the row on a wig, let your friend or anybody do your weave. And then my edges broke out with me for some time. We had an extreme breakup. No, really. And I had to work back and say, I don't want this to be my life. You know, I want to embrace my hair. And I had to start working with stylists like you who care about my hair as much as they care about me looking cute. And, you know, they're coming back to me. We're romancing. Yeah, good. Well, I think we should leave on that note. And like, Ursula, tell us, what is the number one thing a woman can do for edges? Yes. Because everyone's always trying to keep their edges intact. Leave them alone. (laughs) You get braids, leave a section out. Oh. You know, like, don't you know pull I mean? on them. Come on now, like crochets. Mm-hmm. Crochets are actually a little bit safer. I feel like, feel okay. like for when you're doing like you know braids and things, because they don't pull as much. So I do like crochet okay. braids. Okay. But I just feel like the less you do, the better. Mm-hmm. The hair's a very delicate fiber. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like any fiber, it gets too dry, it snaps off. It's moisturized, it's wiggly. You know what I mean? So it's you know it's soft. So you just have to. That's it. It never changes. It's one of those things that never changes. Moisturize your edges. Don't pull on them. And mm. you will have edges. Mm. I read somewhere that you said that's one of the biggest misconceptions about, especially black hair, is how delicate our hair is. Because so we think delicate. it's so strong, so strong, but it's like it's delicate. It's very delicate because it's naturally dry. Mm. And right after drying, it's breakage. So if your hair Gems. is already naturally growing dry and you do things relaxing and, you know, braids and weeds, everything else that's drying to the hair, you just cause it to be dry and breakage is going to be so easy so it's just about about keeping it moisturized i want to leave with this when i was in school um i wanted to be a journalist but my second job was a cosmetologist because y'all <laughs> were always this. so fly so y'all fly. always had the new louis y'all always was cute and i just thought i loved it yeah but and on the jur- move on the move on the like move. it was just like hair Living. always done yeah i was like oh my god cosmetologist yes i'm telling you that's what that's one of the reasons why i loved it like i always saw hairstyles looking flat i was like oh shit my god in every hood every. every hood yeah every hood yeah. like hairstylists are always the yeah the most lit yeah. and now you are my number one most lit <laughs> thank you ursi on hair ursi on hair congratulations on everything yes girl continue moving thank you trailblazing Yes, I have a lot more work Teaching. to do. Yes, then that's my thing. I, I love to educate and teach. I believe in that. Hence the salon and hence me. You know what I mean? It's, you know, 
I teach my girls and they I have so many girls that come even though they leave or whatever may happen they may move on and they always like I learn so much from you so I, I'm doing my job mm-hmm. well cheers to you cheers yes. cheers thank you thank you girls thanks to our guests Ursula Steven and Sylvia Obel if you enjoyed these conversations be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes, yes girl. girl such as our conversations with Angela Rye Yvonne Orji and Tashina Arnold You can find these on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you're there. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work. Hey, Bob. We'll see you next week.